We're talking all things sex, specifically bad sex. What makes sex bad? Y'all, I can only tell you by experience some fucked up sex that I have had in my lifetime. Woo, it's been a mess. I'm going to share with you some of my private stories and a couple of stories from those of you who have chimed in on the topic. I'm also going to talk about some interesting theories that sex can evolve, either from being bad sex to good sex or good sex to bad sex. We're going to talk about all this shit. Tonight, I'm sipping on Jack Daniels Small Batch. Comes in a cute little square bottle, a little bit more bougie than your usual Jack Daniels, but still has the classic Jack taste. Now, this bottle is supposed to be um, more refined and have a better taste as aged longer because it has been created in small batches. Small batch liquor always comes at a premium. It does taste different, tastes a little better. Um, but for me, I still cut it with some Coke just because it's not as smooth and not as tasty as some of my other premium whiskeys and bourbons that I have been speaking about. I do like it. It's good. It's a good one to have in your decanter. You know, if you are having a party or having people over, this is a good one to share, um, and still have some type of level of premium whiskey. All right. So Jack Daniels, small batch. Let's get into it. First of all, let me start by saying Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and all that good stuff. This is actually the first podcast that I have recorded since the new year, and I just want to make sure that I, you know, wish y'all a happy holidays and hope that everything was good for you during the holiday break. I've been on a little bit of hiatus, and hopefully we can get back into the swing of things and, you know, make sure that we get in contact out for you every Wednesday at 6 p.m. per usual. I am very grateful to those who hit me up and let me know that I have not posted anything this week. <laughs> I have truly appreciate you guys listening and, you know, being on the lookout for new content. Now that we have that out the way, let's dive directly into the topic, shall we? So tonight we're talking about bad sex. And let me just preface by saying this. Bad sex is 100% um, perception, right? Bad sex depends on the person. Um, it's different for each individual. I know that to be an absolute 100% fact. And the reason that we are talking about bad sex this evening 
is because it seems to be a reoccurring issue in my circle. Um, <laughs> not to put anybody's business out there, but to put their business out there. They know I'm talking about it. That, you know, in general, people can't agree on, like normal, what bad sex is. And then not only can they not agree on what bad sex is, they don't know how to talk to the person about having bad sex. Y'all, I try to tell y'all this all the time. Communication is key with everything. If anything is wrong or off or even if it's good and wonderful in your relationship, you have to talk about that shit, right? You have to be with somebody that, you know, you can communicate with and that's open to to talking and having realized conversations because there's a lot of people out here that cannot tolerate having a real conversation right and if you're with that person just leave them the fuck alone okay so now that we got that out of the way let's talk about bad sex let's define bad sex right so bad sex for me and let me get on me first me first right bad sex for me is when someone doesn't pay attention Right, they're not attentive to what's going on in the bedroom. Um, I'm a very visual, and my face will tell you everything. So, if you're really not paying attention to me and just doing what you want to do, then I already know that you know this is you trying to get another, it ain't about trying to get me one, <laughs> right? Bad sex for me is not equal to not having an orgasm, and for a lot of women, they you know. Those are equal for them, right? If they don't have an orgasm, then it's bad sex. That doesn't mean it's bad sex for me. Orgasm doesn't mean, you know, no orgasm doesn't mean bad sex, but I'll get into that later. Um, what does equal bad sex on top of not being attentive is not listening. And I guess they can go together because I will tell you in one way or the other what is working and what is not. And if you're not listening or paying attention, then I feel like, you know, you just are in this for yourself, and it's not about me. Um, also, bad sex for me is when you just expect to get it, even though I'm not cool with you right now. <laughs> it's like more for marriages or relationships or whatever. If you hadn't been talking to me, we've been fighting, or you know, I'm not vibing with you right now, I'm in my feelings, then we're not about to have any good sex. It's just that doesn't work for me because I'm mentally checked out, right? Um, what else is bad sex for me? Bad sex for me can be when you talk entirely too much during sex. Sometimes, guys, y'all just need to shut the fuck up and, like, not fuck it up. Like, you do better just being quiet and, and let us get it on our own. Some of y'all talk too motherfucking much. <laughs> and that's just the truth. That is bad sex in a nutshell for me. So let me tell y'all about the worst sex that I've ever had in my entire life. And I've had my share of sex. I'm sorry, um, you know, siblings or people related to me or whoever that is listening to this, you probably shouldn't have pressed play. But <laughs> the worst sex I've ever had in my life came early on. You know, teenagers don't have the best sex or young adults don't always know what they're doing. And I get and I understand that. 
But y'all, let me break down this experience for you. And if you're listening, sir, I really hope that you've gotten better and, you know, matured in your ways. Because if not, then, you know, I feel for your wife. But anyway, so the worst sex I ever had with was with this guy that I had been talking to, you know, off and on. Um, finally came to the moment where, you know, we were going to have sex and he had a condom, a magnum condom, when in fact he probably needed like the baby size, a trial size condom. And you know what? I'm not even tripping off of the size of his penis because that does not dictate good or bad sex for me. What I am tripping off of is that you got this big ass condom that you don't know that you don't need. You got to wrap it up, like roll it up, y'all. Like, you know how you roll up your shorts or whatever so to fit your waist? This mother got to roll up the condom so it would fit. It took a minute for him to get it on and get it to where it would fit. To the point I was like, you know, you need some help. Oh, no, no, I got it. Okay, let's wait about three minutes for you to get that together. Okay, so once he got that together, he immediately just, you know, went to work. Um, Not that I could feel the work, but he went to work because I could tell by the look in his face that something was going on. I swear to you, it's like that waiting to exhale moment where Whitney is getting drived by a dude that she had been waiting on, you know, and she's like, girl, mm, what's going on? I swear to you, <laughs> this was my experience. I'm looking like, what are you doing? Are you in? By the time I said that or was thinking that to myself, y'all, I kid y'all not, this had to be less than a minute or right at a minute. This motherfucker said, the end. I swear to you, he looked at me and said, the end. I looked at this motherfucker and said, when was the beginning? Because I must have missed it. Y'all, I, <laughs> I missed it. It was so bad that I was mad that I could have like finished painting my nails. Like I stopped doing my nails and went over there for this. I could have painted my nails and been more satisfied. It would have taken longer for my nails to dry than it would have for that sex. And it was bad for so many reasons. The condom, the fact that there was like no conversation, there was no foreplay, there was no lead up. Um, he didn't look at me like there was no eye contact. I like a little bit of eye contact. You don't have to stare at me the whole time, but you know, I like a little bit of eye contact. Let me know you into it. Let me know that you know you finna give it to me. You know, sex for me is just as much mental as it is physical, if not more. So I need to be stimulated before we get into it. Not saying that I need a lot of foreplay because I really don't, but I need to be mentally stimulated. I need to be mentally there because if I'm not mentally there, then the shit's going to be whack. I don't even care what you do. So that wasn't there for me. The fact that you were making all these crazy ass noises and faces and then said the end. Y'all, that takes me out every time I think about that shit. And this has been years ago. I still vividly remember this encounter because it was just that way. Like the end, my dude. Like, 
really, that's probably the worst thing that you can say. <laughs> oh, you finish having sex then. Like, did I read a book? Like, is this a movie? Like, what the fuck is going on? I don't even understand. So anyway, that's my experience about, um, you know, the worst sex ever. And I asked some of you guys about your experiences, what made sex bad, um, and how does it evolve, and can it evolve into bad sex? Meaning, if you were in a relationship for a while and the sex was good, can it turn bad? And if you have bad sex with someone, can you turn that into good sex? We're going to dive into this more right after this. Are you an entrepreneur or small business owner and tired of wasting time and money on those DIY website designs? I'm here to help. Willow & Co. will offers professionally designed websites for a low deposit and monthly payment. Not only are you getting a professional design, but you're also getting hosting, domain, updates, and maintenance all for one low price. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Why spend months trying to figure out a site and keep paying on something that's not working for you? Grab your professionally designed site for low monthly costs and stick with the important stuff, like running your business. Head on over to willowandco.com. That's W-I-L-O-A-N-D-C-O.com. Or shoot them an email, design at willowandco.com. What makes bad sex, according to my listeners, friends, and those that I spoke to? So it's actually very interesting that women have a long list of bad sexual encounters Compared to guys, guys don't seem to have as long as a list um, as the women do. Um, it's, it's actually very interesting to me. It leads me to believe that guys are just in it for the moment or just, you know, are happy that they're getting sex. Whereas women seem to critique sex a little bit more. It seems to be a different experience for men and women as per usual with just about anything. So, what's on the list for bad sex? Well, the first thing and the most common denominator between both genders and sexualities, honestly, is not being present in the moment. Meaning, if you're there, but not really there. Not showing that you're enjoying what's going on. Um... Seems like you have other things on your mind or you're thinking about other stuff. You're not really fully present in the moment. That seems to be a turnoff for people and can create a bad sex situation. Bad sex also seems to occur when there's no real participation. So for those who actually really enjoy sex and like sex, like sex is their thing, they tend to like people who feel the same way, who are really into sex and who, you know, want to please and want to participate. Um, 
one person in particular shared an experience with me where they had sex. This was a guy who had sex with a young lady and they considered it bad sex because she did not actively participate in the experience. Can y'all hear that thunder behind me? It's about to throw down and I'm excited about it. It sets the mood. Anyway, <laughs> she didn't actively participate in the sex, meaning that she kind of just laid there. She didn't do anything else. She was a pillow princess, um, whatever you want to call it, did not participate. And honestly, guys, a lot of women do this because they think that that's all they have to do is just lay there. And that comes from their experience or lack thereof. So sometimes bad sex is just bad because the other person doesn't know any better or they lack the experience that you have. So if you're on two different experience levels, I think that that can create an issue because sex can be good for the other person and be bad for you, right? And I wonder if you, you know, talk about it before you have sex right? Like, do you have this conversation about what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like, what turns you on, and then making sure that you ask the other person the same thing. What about sex do you like? What do you not like? What would you like for me to do? What would you like to experience? But I guess that has to come when you're actually interested in the other person. Because sometimes you just get it in as a spur of the moment, um, type thing and you don't have time to talk about it, right? I get that, I understand that. Which leads into the next topic. Do you give a person another chance if the sex is bad? Like when do you say, yeah, I'm gonna give you another chance and when do you say no? For me, during that time, everybody was a no. Honestly, I I didn't even have like a reoccurring sex with the same person <laughs> It was different people. It wasn't necessarily one night stands. It just was different people. Just because that was the phase in life that I was in, whole phase, if if you will, if that's what you want to call it. Um, yeah, and I'll talk about that later. But at what point do you say, okay, I'm willing to give you another try? And if you are willing to give that person another try, when do you have the conversation about why the sex was bad for you? Like, how the fuck do you talk about that? How do, how do you bring that up? I asked some people and some people were like, I never bring it up. You know, I just try to give them hints or I just try to show them. And if they don't pick up on it, then I'm through. Okay, that's fair, I guess, for you. And then, um, you know, I talked to some other folks and they were like, you look, you just have to have open communication. You have to be able to talk to a person about the sex. And I'm like, well, when does that conversation come up? And they're like, not right after sex because, you know, stuff is high and emotional uh, your emotions are heightened and, you know, all that good stuff. So maybe not right after sex, but close to it. Just have a conversation. Just be like, hey, how was that for you? Ask them how it was and be sincere about it. Or ask them a question like, how can I make sex better for you? What is it that you like that I did? What is it that you like that I didn't do? Make it about you first. And then that way, you can kind of open up the conversation and it gives you a gateway into talking about what you didn't like about the sex and what that person can do differently. So it all boils down to being able to communicate and being a good listener, people. 
Like, don't take shit personally when it comes to sex. Don't take it personally because sex is different for each individual person. It's not a one-size-fits-all type of situation. So we got to get out of thinking that way, okay? So let me get to another experience um, from one of my listeners. One of my listeners, a woman, told me about an experience with another woman, actually, that was truly bad sex for her. And she said, um, basically, let me paraphrase the experience. So this woman is bisexual and she was interested in one of her friends, actually, someone that was not her best friend, but an associate that she knew she had hung out with. They had been around each other. Um, and there was a lot of sexual chemistry. You know how it gets when you're around somebody, things get a little heated up. It's a lot of chemistry, but you don't go there. So it can be like a lot of build up. You can get worked up, hot and bothered, right? So I imagine that this was the situation, right? Since they were friends. And one night, you know, one thing led to another and they decided to have a sexual encounter. Well, she said that the experience was bad for her because the woman was not shaved. <laughs> she didn't shave her JJ. And she said that the experience was bad because that was a turnoff and she couldn't get past it. There was a mental block, right? Um, so let's talk about it. Do you expect your partner or whoever you with to be clean shaven or like tidy down there? I guess that's a personal preference. Again, some people like people to be all natural. Some people like people to be, you know, shaven or at least trimmed. She was like, she just expected her to be at least trimmed. But she went along with it because they were already, you know, in the midst of getting it on and didn't want to embarrass who she was with. But it kind of took her out, right? So I think this goes along with the thing of women have a tendency to need to be stimulated stimulated mentally or be mentally there in order to enjoy sex it's not just a physical thing guys tend to be okay with it just being physical and basically just having somebody there (laughs) is my experience not all guys but a lot of guys let me put that out there and women need to be stimulated in other ways and if they are not then they are removed from that situation but it still go along with it I asked her, did they have a conversation um, after the fact about it? And she was like, no, she didn't want to embarrass her. She didn't want to say anything. Um, She did try, the friend tried to have another sexual encounter with her. And she, you know, avoided the situation um, altogether. So that was their bad experience. Um, I asked a couple of people, what makes sex bad in general and on top of people not being attentive um they're not having the personal hygiene or however you want to put that (laughs) that you particularly like there are things like experience level people say that if you're not on the same experience level then the sex is just automatically going to be bad um unwilling the unwillingness to learn 
or do something new. And that's a big one, guys. I didn't think about that, but that's that's really, really true. So if you are into like kinks and have your own little idea of what sex is for you, and the person that you're potentially or have had sex with isn't into it and they aren't willing to try it, that is a different turn off and can, you know, create bad sex situations. But what do you do when you're in a relationship and have been in a relationship, right? And the sex was good at first. Like, it was good. I didn't have no problems. Everything was good in the bedroom. But now, all of a sudden, the sex is bad. Can sex actually evolve? Or is it that your emotions aren't just there anymore? And I can speak from personal experience when I was married sex was good I guess in comparison I I can't compare it to now because it's a completely different thing but sex was good for me in the beginning when I was married right to the guy that I was married with it was good I mean obviously we got married but sex evolved along with the relationship as the relationship got bad sex got bad and if y'all know me I'm a very mushy person I'm a very touchy-feely type person when it comes to who I'm with, it gets to the point where I could not stand this motherfucker to touch me. Like, didn't want him to touch me. Um, just because it was just bad. Y'all, you know how to explain to you how bad it was. It got to the point where, you know, it was horny, of course, because I'm a woman and I enjoy sex. So I wanted to have sex. I just didn't necessarily want it for me him per se but as the point, I was like get yourself started to where you almost there actually no let me lie get myself started to where I'm always there and then you know this tag team and shit you can just jump in and get me there because you're gonna get off in two seconds anyway <laughs> so that's how that went down towards the end um and then at the end it just was no sex at all so how does sex evolve from being good sex even great sex in some instances to bad sex now I can only speak from my experience and I think the evolution has to do with for me how that person is treating me outside of the bedroom a lot of people don't get that that sex for some people a lot of people particularly women starts outside the bedroom like don't just want to touch me or be on me once we get into bed I need attention affection I need you to treat me right and be good to me outside of the bedroom like you can't call me all kinds of names and be disrespectful and then we get in the bed and all of a sudden you think it's supposed to go down and that it's gonna be like really good sex no hell no that doesn't work for me I need you to keep the same energy you got outside the bedroom that you have inside the bedroom. So this evolved quickly for me just because the person turned bad. So the sex turned bad automatically with it, I think. So sex, yes, can definitely evolve from being dope to ugh, right? I've also experienced it in a different way where it was like... Sex was good and turned bad, and it was nothing that the person did, really. Um, It's just, I don't know, 
y'all. That shit is a mystery to me. Okay, let me let me let me share this experience with you, okay? So <laughs> well, I can't even say that it evolved. It just wasn't good. And all, it was set up for it to be like good experience. And I did go back to this person. Like I tried it several times because in my mind, it was set up where it should have been fire. Like it, should, it was an ideal situation and the sex was still whack. Let me explain. So if you read my book, Through the Ashes, shameless plug, you can look for it on Amazon.com, Through the Ashes by Leah Lynette. <laughs> anyway, um, there was a guy in the book that I based off, um, you know, somebody in real life that was super into, y'all have probably heard me talk about it and could put the pieces together if you've been listening to the podcast, but super into this guy. Um, for years, you know, I thought we were meant to be, was the perfect setup, he was a good guy, handsome, physically fit, I'm talking about like everything was perfect, perfectly set up, right, had um, a nice penis, I know guys, y'all probably don't want to listen to that, but girls had a nice penis, like the package was good, nice size, nice length, nice girth, you know, everything was Gucci. Like, it was set up to be perfect. Like, I don't know. Anticipation was there. Everything was there. And then you get there and it's like, yeah. Okay. So, the first time I was like, okay, well, maybe I've had too high expectations. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm not having good sex because my expectations are too high. You know, when you really into somebody and you can anticipate and it just don't meet the that expectation. Okay, so that's 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 not them. Okay, okay, okay. So let's have sex again. Have sex again, and eh, it's still not there. It's like you got this equipment in the perfect package, but then don't know what to do with it. It's like, damn, you got all this and can't you can't use it? Like it's a disconnect. What the fuck is it? Okay, okay, okay. But I'm still into this dude. Crazy about him. Have been for years. Let's sneak away and have sex, right? Have sex again. And it's like, damn, what the fuck is it? I don't know if it's because you're really a good, decent size and you think that that's all that is needed. You don't have to do any work or like, don't have to really be present. You know, I even tried it for you not to be present. Just let me do the work and see what it goes. And y'all, it still was bad. I cannot put my finger on an exact reason why this sex was bad. I still cannot figure it out to this day of why the sex was bad because it was set up to be perfect, y'all. I'm talking about attractions there. The physical aspects of the sex was there. The mental whatever surrounding the sex was there. But the sex was bad. I still cannot understand why the fuck the sex was bad. But it was, y'all. Like, that's my one conundrum when it comes to sex. This that person and that situation. I can't figure that shit out. So if y'all are listening... And you've experienced that. Let me know. Chime in. Tell me a, a reason or why you think that this says could have, you know, gone sideways. But anyway, y'all, <laughs> let's get back on topic, shall we? Before we leave or before I wrap up, 
I just want to get into what do you do when the sex is bad, right? I, I want to help you guys. Like, what do you do when the sex is bad? Here's, I mean, there's really two options. You either leave the person alone or you teach the person how to please you. And the rest is really up to that person. Um, if you're in a committed relationship or you really want to make it work with this person, then you only have one option, and that's to teach the person, right? And we as people, we, you know, we have egos. We need to check our egos when it comes to sex. Like, even if you are amazing to one person, you might suck to another person, or you may not just be that great to the next, and that's okay. Hear me when I say this. Let me get real close. That is okay, right? As long as you are open to change, as long as you are open to constructive criticism, and let's put a pin in that, constructive criticism, people. It does not mean to belittle, to talk down to, to be disrespectful, to run around spreading people's business. That is not going to help anything that is not constructive criticism, um, and that's not going to help you or that person, right? Okay, let's unpin it. As long as you're open to constructive criticism, as long as you're, you have a healthy relationship with sex, that's a whole nother podcast. But if you yourself do not have a healthy relationship with sex, meaning maybe you were abused, maybe you've been raped, maybe you've had several bad experiences experiences or equate sex with something negative then no sex is going to be good for you and it's not the other person it might just be you because you have baggage right bringing baggage into the bedroom can fuck sex up because you're too busy worried about or thinking about the baggage that you're not completely present or you're projecting what somebody else did onto the person that you're currently with, right? So we have to be open to new possibilities and trying new things. Like if you're not the type of person that wants to try new type of sex or wants to try things that your partner is interested in, then make sure that you put that out there in the beginning of your relationship. Make sure that that person knows that, right? Give them the opportunity and the choice to continue the relationship because sometimes sex isn't that important to people and sometimes it really is, right? So all of this boils down to, as I always say, communication, communication, communication. You have to be able to communicate with the person that you're going to be with. Like I said, sometimes flings pop up, one night stands, I guess, or like spur of the moment stuff. I'm not really talking about that because that you just get what you get from that type of situation. It's more so about if you want to continue a sexual relationship with someone, how do you talk about it? How do you fix the issue? How do you bring it up without seeming unsensitive or seeming like an asshole, right? I don't know. Just talk about it. Just bring that shit up. Dive straight into it. Get it out the way. Um, it's better than sitting there and going through some lame ass sex. And sex might be bad to them too. So, you know, just talk about it and see what's good for both of you so you can move on with your life or move on together. <laughs>